Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Sparkle of Light Spiritual Chat Show. And tonight's guest, um, we have Mandy Louise Paul. But for those who don't know me, my name is Alice Trevorrow. I'm a spiritual medium and psychic. I also am the founder and manager of Sparkle of Light Spiritual Centre and School, and also our chat show. I will be the host for Mandy Louise Paul this evening. So I would like to um, give a little introduction on our guest tonight. And our guest is, yes, she's a psychic medium and has been for many years, but she also is a remote viewer as well. She also is an out-of-body facilitator and also she does out-of-body experience with anybody who wants to come to Mandy for a spiritual experience of a psychic mediumship reading but the connection with the mediumship with the out-of-body experience of drawing a little closer to your loved ones and spirit world. Mandy will explain all about that and also Mandy is also a Buddhist mantra and she also does teaching as well. There's a whole list of things with Mandy and I'm really um, looking forward to just welcoming Mandy now onto the show to just get to know a little bit about her. So Mandy, welcome. Welcome onto the show. And how are Hello. you? How Hello, are thank you? Thank you. Good, good. That's good. Uh, it's uh, always good to hear when people say they're all right. <laughs> <laughs> so... Yeah, yeah. So, um, welcome and glad glad that you were able to make it on um, this evening. Uh, so, Mandy, um, where did everything begin for you? Did it begin as a child, or or was it later on in years, um, or what well, happened? Honest, what I, got I, you into this? Um, well, I've I've always known something was different in the world when I was since I was two years old when I saw my grandmother. I mean, that was something else in a supermarket with just a random act of you know telling me that she was my grandmother, and I was like, well, I don't got a grandmother because my grandparents had passed before I was born, which was quite a unique experience. And so obviously things really escalated. I'd say when my real grandmother, who, who was not my real grandmother, my grandmother, my from my other side, was very ill and she was laid in bed. She'd had a stroke. She couldn't speak to me. But I could understand what she was saying to me, if you know what I mean. And yeah. my father kept saying, how do you know what she wants? This is because I can hear her. It was just a natural thing at eight or nine years of age. I knew how many cups, how many sugars of, of, of uh, she had in her tea. I knew what she wanted, knew what she was asking for. And they were just mesmerised with the family. And my dad just accepted it and, and such things. And, and then obviously she passed away. Now, the experience was a wonderful experience in her living room. I went this particular week to go and see her and she wasn't there. And I thought, oh, she must be in hospital because obviously she was ill, really, you know, after a stroke. And all well, the family was in the kitchen. We were just sat there, me and my uh, cousin at the time, playing dominoes on a little table. 
And then all of a sudden, the sideboard's cupboard doors opened and we just looked at each other and then they closed again. And we just said to ourselves, that must be grandma. And we carried on as you would as a child and everything started to really escalate at that point. Because obviously I'd accepted the gift, I suppose, if you want to call it that, or the knowingness. I call it a knowingness. Um, so, yeah, um, I had a lot of experience after that. And then one time when I was 15, which was really quite a daunting experience, um, I, um, uh, I'll tell you a little story about that, actually. I, yeah. um, I'm a bit mischievous as a 15-year-old, like most children or people are. Yeah. And we used to have a lovely Christmas tree in the village where I lived. And it used to have real light bulbs on this Christmas tree. And we thought, do you know, I wonder if we took these Christmas, these bulbs out, would they all go out? And that were our experiment. My favourite colour was yellow. But for some really unusual reason, I decided to pick a red bulb. Obviously, when I took this red bulb out, they all continued to light. So I thought, oh, they won't miss one. So I took it home and I put it in my bedroom. I put my white bulb out and put my red bulb up. And, you know, my bedroom was bright red. Do you know something? It was it were an amazing experience for a child of 15 at that, in that time, yeah. in, the, in the 80s, 70s, 80s. And it was just wonderful to have this yeah. red bedroom. Well, as I, didn't, as I know now about red light, but I didn't know then, things started to move in my bedroom. And he said to me, have you been in my bedroom? No, I've not been in my bedroom. And I thought, oh, something's not right here. And I thought, what if it's that bulb? Anyway, I carried on with this bulb for about three or four weeks and things really started to shift for me at that point. And then this one day I'm looking in the mirror and um, looking back at me is my mum's father. Now, my mum had six children. He'd never seen any of these children. And I was the youngest of six. And he was smiling back at me in the mirror. So I thought, if he's smiling back at me, it must have been stood outside of me. But when I looked outside of me, he wasn't there. Well, that were it. I took the bulb out and slept with light, other lights on for three weeks. It scared me the living daylights out of me as a 15-year-old. I didn't tell me mum. I didn't tell anybody. It was just, wow, I thought something's definitely happening here with this red light. So that were it for me. I never bothered with it again. I'm not joking you, Alice. It was, just, it was just the strangest experiences. But then, obviously, it really opened up. You know, I, I will never, ever, I will never lost. I never, I've never been, I've never been lost. Touch wood, I've never been lost. I can go anywhere and go and do anything. And I always seem to know where I'm going. It's the really unusual uh, scenario with that. Yeah. But obviously that's because you're you're tapping into that spiritual awareness, that consciousness of the spirit and such things. So yeah. I felt really quite blessed that I was being looked after. Uh, yeah. did, I'll be honest with me. I've not, I've never seen him since, but it scared me for the living daylights out of me. Um, so, so that's all the story. So, so as that time went on, I was, I'm getting quite curious about this spiritual thing, and then you to watch it on the television and such things. So, this one day, I asked my uh, my, fa my father, and he says, "Well, you know, I have to tell you that your, your grandfather was a medium, and your grandmother was a medium." And I thought, "Oh my!" But my grandfather was a physical medium, which explains the fact that he came physically to show me himself. Okay. Yeah, of course. So there he So they he knew that he could communicate and. I could listen to him and hear him and see him, which, yeah, that was another story. So the thing is with it, when you think about consciousness, I call it consciousness coming around you at any given one time, you can tune into them at any time if you choose to. And everybody can too if they choose to, but a lot of people dismiss it, even though it exists. Okay, that's where I feel. Yeah. So obviously I, I, got, I got married, I had children, and then obviously you've got your children, you're busy with all of those. And then my mother passed away 20 years ago. Um, so it, it, things obviously then really opened up for me then. And then obviously I continued to develop. Um, I never sat with a red light though. So I carried on to sit and develop and uh, meditate on a regular basis. So that's really benefited 
And at the time, I decided to do Buddhist Mantra, uh, which was uh, apparently it's a discipline of the mind, which I believe. And I did that for 10 years and then I went out to teach it. Now, Buddhist Mantra, as you can see, there is a mantra behind me here, which is the Gayatra Mantra. Yeah. It's, 29 it's, yeah. it's yeah. a beautiful mantra. It's a very healing mantra. And yeah. the actual on sign is not actually O-M, it's A-U-M. A-U-M. A-U-M, yeah. yes. That's the actual sound. Mm. But we always say OM because that's what it sounds like. The A-U-M is the sound of the universe. Oh, really? So is it not yes. OM then? No, it's A-U-M. A-U-M, right, okay. A-U-M, yeah, I am. Um, yeah, okay. Yes. So when you, when you, when you, when you chant it, it sounds like the um, I mean, you could still do um, but it's just spelled yeah. differently. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I went through that and then went out to teach it. And um, it really, really, really good uh, attribute to disciplining your mind and not allowing any external influences to interfere when you're communicating with consciousness. Okay. So when I look at this, this sphere that you see here, which is consciousness, okay, yeah. which we, we all have a conscience, and it's understanding what it looks like, okay, and understanding us, us as mediums, what we are communicating of consciousness is of people who have passed. Uh, but we also can come, we communicate with consciousness that's not passed, but that's actually living also. But that's mm -hmm. another uh, another subject. But it is really interesting that mantra actually disciplines the mind and it allows you then to still your mind and, mm -hmm. and not allow any external influence that's causing you to be distracted. Well, it's a distraction in itself, but it's also a very healing, a very healing commodity. So yeah, I do enjoy uh, doing mantra. Yeah. Uh, I, my granddaughter's nearly three, and she knows five mantras as as we speak. Huh. Um, uh -huh. She's into yeah. new one, which is a beautiful mantra. It's called Gabinda Gabinda Hari yeah. Hari, and uh -huh. it just goes a little bit like this. It goes Gabinda Gabinda Hari Hari. So it's quite a happy mantra. So she absolutely loves it. Yeah. And we were shopping and she was chanting all the way up the high street. She just loves it. Oh, that's so, lovely. That's so lovely. Yeah, and she, yeah. she feels really comfortable in saying it. So it's good for her too, for confidence, I feel. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Do you yeah. do you feel a difference since you've started um, working with the mantras and um, at both the first of the First of work with the mantras, yes. Um, it, it really disciplined um the mind and the consciousness because these mantras that, that, that in Sanskrit have been around for thousands of years and obviously when you chant them they go out into the universe and they go around the world and where it's needed because it's a it's a healing sound so we have frequency of the earth you know you have the frequency of an individual and we actually are frequency so if you can resonate yourself with that frequency of that mantra depending on which one you choose for that particular moment in space and time will give all the healing through the body and for everybody that is around you. So it's not just for the benefit for yourself, it's a benefit for others. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, so um, further on from that then, um, how uh, did you get involved as being an out-of-body facilitator? Now that founded me some years ago. I um, There were a lady in the village where I live and uh, we were supposed to meet up for a drink and a chat and a catch-up. And um, she's messaged me, said, Mandy, I can't make it. My mum slipped on the patio, cracked her hip, and she's having an emergency operation. Bearing in mind, this lady's two hours' drive away. Uh, mm -hmm. She said, I can't, can't go. And I said, do you know what? I said, I'll go and see her. And I mm -hmm. thought, 
I actually said, I will go and see her. So I thought, how am I going to go and see her? So I, I came up here in this room and I sat down and I sent that healing thought out to her. And then I found myself stood outside of the bed of, her, of hers in the hospital, stood next mm -hmm. to the doctor. I could see his notes. I could see him talking to her, telling her that she's going to be home in seven days. And I said, you won't, you'll be home in three. Okay. So yeah. then she went down into theatre and um, I was stood outside of her in theatre telling her everything's going to be all right and she'll be home in three days. Then I, I obviously I came back into my body and I was sat here. And I thought, oh, that's an unusual experience. I thought, what's that all about? So anyway, in the morning, I got a message from her daughter. She couldn't believe what her mother was telling her. And um, she actually voiced it because she, she had to set off for work early in the morning for travel for work. She's mm -hmm. Mandy, she says, when you said you would go and see her, my mum saw you stood at the side of the bed next to the doctor telling her that she was going to be home in three days. She told the nurse that Mandy stood there. She said, you've seen things. She said, I haven't had any medication. I haven't done anything yet. She said, I've, I've had nothing. She said, I, she said, I saw you at the side of my bed, at the side, next to the doctor, talking to me. Uh -huh. She said, when we went down to theatre, you were holding my hand going down into theatre. Yeah, holding her hand. She's even written a testimonial. If anybody wants to read it, they can. It's here. She even mm -hmm. signed it. She said, she said, you told her she'd be home in three days, and she was. Yeah, yeah. Now that for me was it worked literally. So then you see, I thought, all oh, right, okay, then I'll try it. So I did a bit of experimental work first of all with people if they were prepared to have this experience, and they have, mm -hmm. and they've all had this wonderful journey of meeting with their family members that's passed over at the destination of their choice. So, oh, right. So, so oh. not necessarily you, you, you can meet them in a hospital. Obviously, she was in hospital, but you can meet uh -huh. them on a beach. You can meet them in a forest bench mountaintop wherever you'd like it's your choice i just facilitate your experience mm -hmm. so i call myself the rocket fuel to the afterlife yeah well, i suppose it is in a way isn't it? yeah, yeah. Well, say to me, we'll come back will i be all right of course you'll come back because it's not your time yet but the yeah. other thing about this experience people say is it trans like i said no it's not trans is it hypnosis no it's not hypnosis you are consciously aware of the experience that's the difference when you go to sleep at night, you allow that to happen because you're asleep, yeah? But because I was due to the meditation, possibly due to the mantra, and uh, the time and effort I've put into uh, developing myself, it's allowed me then to take you and anybody who wants to go. Um, I've just been at the Monroe Institute in Virginia. Okay. And a discovery program with a beautiful lady called Dr. Judith Pennington, okay? Mm -hmm. She works on the Mind Mirror Exploration and she um, did uh, experiments throughout the week where we had EEGs and uh, one, uh, and obviously listening to certain sounds and frequencies to see where we were at and what was happening. And obviously I'm at my body all the time going to various destinations, but I decided to do an experiment with three participants from the programme. And this particular week I'm going to be finding out what the um, results are to see what frequency there is when I take somebody out of their body. Yeah. Uh -huh. Because they were all conscious of it. This one gentleman just cried afterwards. He said, I can't believe what has just happened. He was just absolutely blown away by the experience. The other two ladies, they were just like, oh, my God, I can't believe we all met at this particular place. We were talking to each other like we are talking. And it was just it was just a wonderful, wonderful experience. Now, I've done it with one and two people, but never three. So I'm hoping to be able to do it with more at the same time. Uh -huh. So it's a collective consciousness, as I would like to yeah. call it. It's frequency. Yeah. 
this is what I'm really excited about is the results from this program that we uh, did. And so is the, the uh, trainer who, um, who was at the time, which is called Nancy. So it's just an exciting time to understand what us humans are actually capable of doing. Okay. Yeah. And allowing us to tap into uh, realms, if you will, but naturally. Okay. Not yeah. for not LSD, not drugs and such things, but no, naturally. No. Yeah. Yeah. Is, is this where um, you're kind of, oh, you can also tap into consciousness of people living as well? You know, I mean, I know this is to do with spirit world, but you also had said you can you can tap into consciousness of people living. So yes. um, what what would what would an example of that be like then? Well, the example of that would be like happening to somebody who's missing, for example. Okay. OK, so uh, five years ago, I um, found a lady missing in the Bali earthquake alive through my senses. Mm -hmm. um, I was communicating with obviously with her consciousness, but I was out of my body also. I actually went to Bali. I saw where she was, who she was with, what she was wearing, how she was feeling. There were no communication. There were a drop-off at the side. Trees were fluffy at the top, bold at the bottom. She was with 20 people. She was she's, she was hot and sweaty. I know she was feeling even. It was just a wonderful experience. And to tell this lady who was a police officer in question that her daughter is alive and well mm -hmm. was quite mind-blowing for me to be able to offer that to her 15 hours before they found her. Well, <laughs> she was the the that was the experience for her, and since then, where 15 hours later, when she finally did ring her mum, she relayed everything I've just told you to her mum without even prompting. So, when she messaged me, it literally for the first time, Alice, I was quiet, I was quite mesmerized by the whole experience. Oh, yes. then, it's, then it's really escalated, and people asked me to find dogs, I found shoes, I found um phones, keys all sorts of things because mm -hmm. of the frequency. So when you think about our frequencies as a, as a human, if we're in the same frequency as the earth, there's no obstacles, is there? Mm -hmm. No, that's right. But do you think, though, that there can be cases of when someone is missing and they perhaps came to you and said, look, I'm looking for my daughter? Um, well, you have one lady looking for a son. Yeah. And he didn't want mm -hmm. to be found. Yeah. But I told her he was all right. Now, it's a really difficult one when you get somebody yeah. asking those questions because she obviously wants to know that he's all well and and, 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 and happy and such things, or, or should I say living, that's what I'm looking for. But mm -hmm. he doesn't want to be found. So I knew where he was and I couldn't tell her where he was, but I told her he mm -hmm. wasn't far away and he'll be home in two or three days. And he was yeah. in three days. Yeah. But he just needed that time for himself. Yes. Sometimes yes. it's quite daunting for people to think, well, he might have wanted to come home anyways. But I couldn't mm -hmm. have the information that I relayed to her. I didn't know that information. Yeah. About him. I'm not going into details about him because obviously it's personal. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But there were things that, that she knew and I I don't. So, uh, yeah. so, that's, so that's the other aspect of it. So it's it's obviously people who's missing mainly that I'm, I'm, I'm interested in helping. I've got a case at the moment. I've just had another case in America. And once I've given that information out, there's nothing really I can do after yeah. I've given that information. Yeah. It's up to them, or if yeah. it's up to them to the police and so forth to say, you know, and uh, that's mm -hmm. how it goes. So, you know, and I know as a medium and as a psychic and such thing, mm -hmm. we all have this ability, but it's the strength, the practice. Okay, so I, that's where I feel with that. But mm -hmm. the fact we're finding people in distant locations 
really mind blowns me to be fair because I can see him just like I can see you. Mm-hmm. So it's it, it's really? the, the, I've spoken to that lady since who was in the earthquake and you know she did thank me to for giving her mum that relief fifteen hours yeah. before I found her and you know we still chat from time to time when we see each other but which is very rare but when we do it's she's she's you know, we have a, a bit of a chat about it and it's you know it's healing yeah. isn't it it's very healing. Yeah. It is. Yeah. So it's not it's about finding somebody, it's healing them as well. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. Do you think there can be a case so where you you can't connect, you know, to find somebody oh, missing? Um the thing with it is it's it's a case of you asking me to find your shoe, for example. Yeah. yeah. I mean, at the beginning of this year, I went somewhere and, and this particular lady, I were having I were doing having some reflexology done with this lady. Me and my sister are having this joint of joint treatment and she said, I wear these particular shoes in winter because they're lovely and warm, but I only can find one of them. And I thought it's like a Cinderella story, is this? You know, I thought, Craggy. So anyway, I said, Well, I said, I'll see what I can do. So I just I just sat there and you know, just just asking where this shoe is, basically. I mean, obviously, it's not got a consciousness, but the energy, it just, just came to me. I just could see a rose gold shoe, a rose gold um, plastic shoe. She says, yeah, it's a pump. It's a rose gold pump. I oh. said, I can, I can see it in this grey bedding box. I said, it's bigger than a, a, a bedside cabinet, but not as big as a, oh. a bedding box. I said, it's grey. I said, it's on top of your wardrobe and your shoe's tucked inside of there. Uh-huh. And my sister and this lady looked at me as I well, say. For real, and I went, yeah, that's where I can see. Oh, she wouldn't it be amazing if it were there? Uh-huh. Um, obviously, I can't do anything out of that. I've never even been to this lady's house. I don't even know where she lives. So mm-hmm. she said to me after that, she said she rang me up in the morning and she's on the phone. I'm like this. I'm thinking she's screaming down the phone. You're not going to believe this. I've told everybody in the town that I'm from. I've told everybody at work. I went home and I flipped my shoes off and I ran upstairs. I got the step ladders out and got on top of wardrobe. And there's the grey box. She says, I know what you mean. It's a grey box. It's not uh-huh. as big as a wedding box, but it's there. She said, you know, something make my heart in my mouth. Uh-huh. She says, oh, it'd be amazing if it's in there. So she got on, put the box on the bed, and she stood there for a moment or two and thought, oh, is it going to be in there? She lifted the lid, and there it was, tucked down the side, like I said. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's really interesting. That really is interesting. It was just, just mind-blowing, Alice. It just, I just thought, of, you know, it, it would still talk about it now, which is nearly since February time, and I'm going to go yeah. and see her again uh, next month. But she's like, "Oh my god, I can't! I just can't believe it." So she's told everybody. So since then, she's asked me to find this and find that, and you know, it's one yeah. of them. That's the way it uh-huh. goes. Yeah, yeah, that's good. That's very interesting, though. Yeah, um, I lost my engagement ring. <laughs> I go back. My poor husband had to go and get me a and buy another one but then oh. yeah but do you know what it's like you know um when uh when you you get a replacement as much as you your replacement is is beautiful it's still not the original is it do you know um you know yeah and it just vanished it just disappeared you know um and uh, and i i mean i've tried to to kind of to me it's still in the house i don't feel it's been thrown out or anything uh, I just rem- I can just remember having to take it off because my fingers were swollen because I I just had my son at the time, um so we're coming back good good many years and so we've never left the house, um but I just could never find it again. It just uh, I remember putting it yeah yeah I put it on top of a mantelpiece, um that's what I recall, and then it was wasn't there. You know, so uh, we don't have that mantelpiece anymore either. But um, 
And what yeah. could have been, though, that could have been the start of your journey for spirit to yeah. actually see to work for spirit. Yeah. yeah. And that was, that was the connection to you to start doing this work. Yeah, yeah. Well, I've been doing it before that, but um, but not not as heavily, obviously, as I am now. But uh, but I know that because we are moving. But I know that um, you know, uh, we we will definitely um, uh, I know I'll find it. I know I'm going to well, find just it. Just as you're talking to me, I'm sensing there's a carpet side of the fireplace. Yeah. And have you looked? There's something about the skirting board I can see. Yeah. Yeah, and in the in the skirting board, there's some kind of black alcove like thing, like um, a, a rectangle, not a rectangle, uh -huh. like uh, like a um, can I say it? like a the uh, like a rectangle type scenario there in the uh -huh. corner. It's as though something's tucked in the carpet in the corner. Right, you know when you're, when you're vacuuming around and things get pushed to certain yeah. areas. That's what I'm sensing that at the side of the where the carpet is there, there's something yeah. tucked outside of there. Uh-huh, right. Um oh the uh, the carpet we've all, it's just a rug we've got, but the skirting board we've got and it's wooden floor we've got. So um it could be behind oh. the skirting. Could be. Yeah, and it's just yeah. in that tranny there next to the it's it's like you know your yeah. fireplace would come out and it's got like a yeah. corner. The corner. Yeah. It's in yeah. the corner. In the corner yeah. there. I can see something yeah. in the corner. I'll have a look then. I will have a look. Yeah. Uh because that would kind of make sense. It would kind of make sense because the fireplace used to be there. Do you know, and when we took it away, so it could have fell behind. So, yeah, yeah, I'll let you know. <laughs> let me know, but well, that's where I can see it in the corner. Oh, it's tucked away. It's tucked away. Uh huh. Yeah. 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 I'll have it. Yeah, I'll definitely let you know. Um, It's quite interesting, though, isn't it? Just, um, is there anything that you can remote view, though? Is there anything at all that you, you know, other things that you can remote view that, um, about the world, for instance? Oh, well, somebody had a dog that were missing. And um, a lady, in fact, it wasn't the lady who asked me. It was another lady who asked me. It was a friend of hers to find her dog. Right, okay. It was like half past ten at night on a Friday night. And I'm just relaxing. And she gets this message. Mandy, please help this lady find her dog. I said, what's it mm -hmm. called? She just gave me the name of the dog. She didn't give me the name of the lady. Just the name of the dog. So I asked this dog where it was. Mm -hmm. And um, it told me it was in a garage on this path that I could see. So I drew this garage, and instead of the garage door being lifted up like that, it was on its side, it was broken. I could see right. a dog bed in there, and the dog was in the bed. So wow. I drew this garage, and I sent this image to her to tell her that this dog is in this garage. She's got to go now. This was at 11 o'clock, so it only took me half an hour to find it. It's in this garage. The lady then said to this other friend of hers, I'm going morning. I said, no, you have to go now. It's a moving target. It's like a bird on a tree. That dog is in there now. The guy who has that garage has got your dog. Mm -hmm. You've got to go now. Mm -hmm. she didn't go. But she was mesmerised by the garage. She knew where that garage was. Mm -hmm. So she went, she couldn't believe how accurate the, the image of the garage was. She went to the garage, she went to the dog bed, but the dog wasn't there. The guy who has this garage, they don't know who owns the garage because it's quite derelict and it's somewhere else. Mm -hmm. So she asked me again. So she obviously connecting with me from through a friend and said to me, look, I'm sorry I should have acted upon what you said. Can you see it again? So I sat down and I could see it up another about two or three miles away on a farm. Okay. I told mm -hmm. her where it was. She went straight away as I told her. Right. The farmer had four sightings of the dog, the farmer, on his land. Uh -huh. And it's gone, it's gone again. So somebody else had picked it up. Oh, gosh. 
They then had the cheek to say to me they were sending her on a wild goose chase. Yeah. I'm sorry, love, you're the goose because you're not acting upon my assumptions mm -hmm. where I've told you where it is. So that was her mm -hmm. loss. So she never found the dog. Uh-huh. It's gone now. But literally, she'd have acted upon the first instant when I told her where it was, she would have got it back. Yeah, I suppose it's a, it is a kind of uh, grey area as well, though, isn't it? You know, because although you, you, you want to believe, you know, um, you're a little bit scared maybe of going to somebody's door and saying, you've got my dog, can I check your house? There? there wasn't anybody in this garage. It were a garage that were in a, like a field. Oh, if you, it okay. wasn't a house. It was just a okay. shed. Right, okay. Field, like, like an old barn or something like that, but it were a garage. It looked like a garage. Oh, so she right. could have just gone there and it were dark. Oh, and right. very Trust me, if it had oh, been mad, I'd have been there in a shot. Oh, yeah, I would have been as well. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I would have been. Yeah, what time it was. You know, it just didn't matter. It's just a case you got to go. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's kind of different then, you know, because you, you're not going to feel a little bit um, intruding in, in a way of, you know, what if I'm wrong on this and somebody, can, you get someone's back up, you know, uh, by maybe going to their door um, or saying, look, you've got my dog. It's my dog. This lady yeah. says, you've got my dog. You know, and, yeah. and that's another thing. It's just, it is a fine line, and it's also a fine yeah. line for, for me to tell them where it is. And yeah. it's not a case of believing. Um, no. I, mean, I would have done the same, though. I would have went. I would have went. I'd have just I gone. You just got to go. You, you just, you just yeah. nothing to lose. This is what I'm saying. It's like when people ask me to find people, and I get loads of people sending me pictures of people. Can you find my daughter? Can you find this? Can you find that? This yeah. one in America, for example, what went to an inn's boy, he went on a holiday to Cancun and he didn't catch his flight back. So his mother's okay. obviously worried about him. Bearing in mind, he's in his 30s, this man. And yeah. uh, um, when I went to, uh, when I was in Virginia, I met a few bunch of people out there and she actually, one of the, she actually put this information onto her to help find her son because she met me there and she said, I, I really like to help find, I'm not going to mention names, Tracy, I'll just call her oh. Tracy, I want you to yeah. find her son. Uh, so I said, I'm, I've sent all the information that I can give to her, but um, it's up to her then to to be patient or to go to the police with that. Uh, I've done my bit, you know. I'll help anybody mm -hmm. if they need any help and, and give them as much information as I possibly can. But once I've said and passed it on to them, that's the balls in their court to act upon it. Um, and obviously I've, had, I've done stuff with the police and, and bits of things like that. And um, so if they need my help, I'm happy to help. Yeah, yeah. Like, I stand. I'm not. There's not the fame factor with that. It's the case of it's needed. Like I've yeah. got a kid, a guy that's gone missing, and people have asked me to help find him. So I will. I will do that. You know, they've asked me to help him. So it's something yeah. else. I think it's getting more recognised now, though, isn't it? Compared to years ago, uh, you know, where um, the the, the professional authorities would, were, were a little bit more sceptic of it and uh, they wouldn't have entertained it really years ago but it is definitely getting more now I would say more in the front line where um, yeah. yeah they are kind of like okay so what harm is it going to do listen to this lady's opinion on this and um, finding out if she's right you know because there there yeah. is a very many strong um, views on it's a load of rubbish there's also strong views of that um actually there's something in this you know because, you know but the, the other thing is though um the more you know 
the more you could be inquired yourself as to why you know if they don't believe you what you're doing do you know what i'm saying do you yeah know? people need do to know? see the results don't they need to see that you've you've done they, this they and I don't really advertise that uh, as yet. No, I, don't blame uh, you. I don't blame you. I wouldn't. <laughs> no, well, it's not I don't really advertise. I'm happy to help anybody who needs help. Do you know what I mean? It's like yeah. I just got missing recently uh, in Gateshead. I've just mentioned that Gateshead. And I told them where he was, and that's where he was. So yeah. they got what they needed. So it's, yeah. it's what you need. I don't want any brownie points or a big sticker on yeah. me saying thank you. I'm, I'm just no, happy no. that it's been no. found. So, so you can imagine the feeling of the family, you know, it's not just like there is a father, he's, he's got children, they might have grandchildren, you know, kind of pets, you know, everybody's worried about that particular person, they have to sit in for two days, you know, and, and lots of people now, that's the problem with social media sometimes, they're too eager to know where people are, because they, yeah. they have on the phone, or they don't want a phone, they don't want to get involved with social media, they don't want a mobile phone, they just want to go off to mm -hmm. a place where they don't have any Wi-Fi, you know, we've mm -hmm. all want. That is before it was placed. We need to go there, make sure they've got Wi Fi. But now it's like, hang on, I want to go somewhere there's no Wi Fi. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because you can get back to nature, get back to meeting your family, your friends. It's like Christmas, nobody be on the phones on Christmas Day, hopefully. They'll be all sat around the table. Well, well hopefully not. No, hopefully yeah, not. Get all the phones, switch them off, and put in a bus, a, a bucket outside. Yeah, because it really should be, shouldn't it? Because there's, there's too much of it now. There is too much of it. It's like 24-7, you know. Or what um, you could do in your house is just switch the Wi-Fi box off and unplug it. Know, so nobody can get yeah. on any connection. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I am just as bad, you know. Um, we all are. Because of this, look at us now, we're on here, which is But, yeah, again. you do need a break from it. You do need a break from it. It can't. I think you ha it has to be quite disciplined with it. You know, um, because I, I'm like you, I'm answering people at night. Sometimes I'm answering people 10, 11, 12 at night, you know, and then I think, what am I doing? What am I doing? Yeah, there is, there is that also, but if, if, if people yeah. want, want information or help and yeah. guidance, I'm happy to offer anybody who needs it. And um, like you say, we're finding people and objects and such things. You can understand if you lost, like for say, your dog or you lost your husband or whatever, you'd want to know either or, wouldn't you? Do you know what mm. I mean? And so, if I can offer that service to anybody, I'm quite happy to help them to do so. Yeah, I, I just I just think it's a bit of a grey area because um, I have known very good mediums who have done this and ended up in the police station getting actually interviewed themselves as being a suspect. You know, um, you know, so that would scare me. That would scare me. You know, um, especially when you know what you're doing you're doing it for the highest good you know um but the trauma and the, the trauma of that with somebody that i do know um still affects that person today because they were treated like the suspect and they did yes. not believe at all what was coming out of this person's mouth you know well, the only other thing i can say about that though is has anything ever been written about that person to prove that they do what they say on the tin now, yeah. unfortunately for me, with the one finding her in an earthquake and it were a police officer's daughter, apparently yes. I'm, no I'm noted on the books as finding her missing in the earthquake. Yes. So yes. if they need me for anything, they know where yeah. they can come. Yeah, so the evidence is there. So the evidence yes. is there. Yes, yeah. and the article that was yeah. written in, in the first place was written by the police officer in question. Yes, exactly, exactly. So, so they've yeah. got a bit of cover there, you see. So, so yeah. you know, if yeah. she wrote that herself, she'd 
because she was blown away about the the knowing and everything else about where her whereabouts was and everything else that went with it. I mean, it was mind-blowing for me, never mind just for her, but she wanted yeah, to write an article. And so there you go. Mm -hmm. So they know that. And she was she was in the force, but she isn't now. She retired. But yeah, but that was well, something you else. Have, well, you actually couldn't have got a better review, could you really, than somebody uh, whose daughter, um, whose mum was um, in the police force, you know. So yeah, yeah. So that was just, a, that was just a one-off yeah. thing. It was just, you know, I mean, I was taking a big responsibility, even if not just because she was just, even though she was a civilian, yeah. but also the fact she, she was in the force. Um, yeah. So yeah. It, it, there could have been loads of complications, but I, I just knew. I just knew where she was, knew where yeah. she was. I've been there, been to but I could see it like I could see you now, everything right down to the minute detail. It was just it mind-blowing. And, yeah. and why the article was written, because the guy who looked after her daughter, I know it's a tangent, but um, she wanted to write, I mean, I wasn't bothered about it going in a magazine, but she was no. happy for it to go in a magazine because she wanted to raise awareness for the guy who lost everything, who looked after her daughter while they were there. And they have met oh. up since, and they have given money to him because he lost everything. Yeah. Oh. So it has got a happy ending to that. But yeah. I mean, oh, it's yeah. only a brillion chance of finding somebody missing in an earthquake. It's just... It oh, just yeah, absolutely. Yeah, of course. What about um, remote viewing as in the world, for instance? Remote viewing should be brought into schools, I feel. Yeah. It's a very yeah. healing commodity because obviously as you go out throughout your life, you get all sorts of differential things happening to you, good and bad and such things, and it all goes in your subconscious mind, okay? So when you actually remote view it, you're bringing it to your conscious mind. So you're eliminating them thoughts and feelings that you had that wasn't right for you at the time okay it's a bit like a living hypnosis if you will but you're aware you are actually aware when you remote view um mm -hmm. the, the other thing about remote viewing is to be perfect for teenagers in schools before they get into the real world if you will to understand mm -hmm. that they can access the subconscious and and draw what they see or feel when they get these particular targets do you know what i mean so it's a really mm -hmm. interesting uh healing for them but also a very not necessarily a spiritual aspect it's not a spiritual aspect it's a psychic aspect for an individual to uh, challenge themselves on their psychic ability and um, mm -hmm. so um, i'm hopefully next year that i've been invited to uh, facilitate a program in this country uh, with a uh, a reputable remote viewer from the u.s military uh, next year which is what i'm going to mention to you and he's asked mm -hmm. me to organize an event here in the uk He's obviously does a lot of work in America and in Europe, but he has not done anything in the UK. So he's asked me if I would help facilitate that. Lovely. So a lovely programme um, at some point next year, or maybe end of next year to actually participate in it for yourself. But we're hoping that also there is going to actually maybe go into a local school and talk to the teenagers there and explain what remote viewing is all about and what it can mm -hmm. do for you in your mind and your thoughts. So we start before they start getting into trouble and that kind of thing as they get older, they can access it and, and try and alleviate it from their thoughts by writing down what they see. That sounds very interesting, though, the, the programme. That sounds really interesting. Yes, it will be fabulous. I, I asked this gentleman two years ago on a, a, a YouTube a chat show once and uh, uh, he said, oh, I don't know about that. But then he came back to me and he said that he'd like to do it now. So that's really yeah. good. So I'd have to definitely put the seed in for him. And I think yeah. it would be, I think it'd be lovely and unique for not just likes of me, but likes of you and everybody else uh, yeah. to be involved yeah. in. You know, yeah, it, it fabulous. Yeah. In yeah, person, you know? Yeah. 
Yeah, that sounds interesting. Yeah, I can't wait to that. It'll probably, be, it'll probably be a week-long programme, so that'll be uh, something to look forward to. Yeah, lovely. Yeah. So what else is, ha is happening then in Mandy's world? What's happening then? In Mandy's world. Mandy's yeah. is amazing. She's got two beautiful grandchildren, one at three and one at one, which keeps her very busy. Uh, and yeah. uh, a homemade ice cream shop called Hudson's up here in yeah. Chatham. Oh, it looks lovely. I have seen it. Yeah, I have seen it. Yeah. Yeah, it's time. A time Alice came to pay a visit at some point, maybe next year in the summer. Yeah. Uh, we make homemade ice cream and have done on the premises now for 77 years next year. Oh, It'll my goodness. The dairy can actually be made. It's, been, it made, it's made on the premises all by hand. Fantastic. Do you do that? Do you do that? I love it. My husband makes the ice cream. Yeah, I I'm the baker. It. I bake every day. So I, I, I do. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. How do you fit everything all in? You're unreal. Well, the amount of people say to me, how do you fit it in? I says, well, do you know something? It, it comes, I don't know, it's just it's just melodic, isn't it? You know, yeah, you get up in the morning, you get yourself ready for work, you have your cup of tea and your breakfast, and then I start with my baking, I put some nice relaxing music on, possibly classical usually, and I yeah. start making my scones and my cakes and my raspberry buns, which are famous by The Guardian, by the way. And then oh. I, uh, I voted top 10 baker at North of England with Guardian, so that's something wow. else. I'll just show you that, Alice. I'll send it to you. So, yeah, so I, I make my raspberry buns, cakes, chocolate cakes, eclairs, shortbread, uh, all sorts of lovely yummy oh, cakes, cakes, yeah. all the lovely stuff that you like. I've just started making a Christmas bun, which is like okay. a raspberry bun, but it's a Christmas feel to it. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So you can have a Christmas bun. I'll have to portion some, Alice, if you'd like. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. And your address and portion some. Yeah. <laughs> They're good. <laughs> Well, yeah, that's what I do through the day. So, so many people say, how do you manage to fit all this other work in? I said, well, it, I, fit, I work it around my business and, and yeah, and also I do things of an evening or sometimes in an afternoon if I get time and that's how it goes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll definitely need to pay the shop a visit as well, yeah. Because um, whereabouts are you? It's Yorkshire, is it? Is it Yorkshire? It's Lancashire. It's a little Lancashire. place called Chapman near Clitheroe. It's um, about two miles out of Clitheroe towards Picton or Gisborne, if you'd like. Uh, so, yeah, it's Skipton's 15 miles away from me. Skipton? Did you say Skipton? Skipton. Oh, my gosh, really? Yeah. yeah. I, I, I lived there um, for about oh, a year and a half, two years, something like that. In yeah. Skipton? Yeah, I did, yeah. Wow. Yeah. 50 miles from Skipton on the A59. Oh, my goodness. Oh, wow. Yeah. I, yeah, I didn't know that. There you go. I've known you these years and I never knew that. We might have made a connection then. You never know, do you? No, we d well, we don't. We don't. Yeah, yeah, I did. I mean, I've, I think it was the 19, early, very early 1980s um, when I was doing dancing at the time. Um, and, um, yeah, um, I was dancing with a lad down there um, at, at that time. Um, wow. And then it ended, thank God. <laughs> well, we do these things when we're, when we're young. We've all been there. We've all been there. Yeah, yeah, but the place was nice. Yeah, the place was nice. Yeah, oh, I did like nice. I did like Skipton. Any people were very, very nice as well. Yeah, they are lovely in Skipton. Yeah. They're very friendly, aren't they? The friendly yeah. chap when you talk. <laughs> 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 well, no, like I say, it's just really busy. Obviously, my healings. I do healing as well. Yeah. And, uh, you know, my medium shit oh. and such things. So yeah, it's uh, I, I'm a busy lady. 
you are very busy you are yeah and I know what it's like you know I mean I'm married as well you know got a son and daughter and, and a grandchild and and it, you are you're kept busy you know you've got your family as well so you've got to have that space and um and but we're very lucky we've got good supporting husbands you know I, I he, well, my husband's just my rock he's just amazing do you know and I, I I don't know I wouldn't be able to do all of what I do without him to, and his support you know um so I think there's so much we've got to be grateful for in our world you know yeah just well, my dad always used to say every day is a good day if you wake up yeah that's true yeah. Now he was he was a military he was a sergeant in the military and he was in um, yeah. the Sudan one time and he were, he had some young you know troops there that were whiners and you know he used, to, he used to wake up in the morning it was freezing because it used to, it gets minus sometimes in the in the Sahara by lunchtime yeah. it's hundred you know so it's a variation and he used to wake up cold and says look she says every day is a good day you've woke up and they couldn't answer anything yeah. to that they couldn't really yeah, well, it. yeah it nips it in the bud straight off. Yeah, well, so, that's very true. That's so true. It's so true. Um, so what what about, um, um, I mean, I know that you're coming on um, this, well, the show, the Christmas show that I'm hosting um, for the um, Sparkle of Light. I know you're coming on to that, Sparkle Light Spiritual um, Mediumship. And it's a charity night as well. Um, and it's for Chaz and Versus Arthritis. And I know yeah. you're coming on that and you're giving up your time freely along with lots of other mediums. And it's an international thing as well. So we've got mediums from all over the world coming on to this. Um, and, you know, I, I really do appreciate people doing this, giving up their time to come on. And, you know, and the donations going to the charities, you know. Um, I'm, I'm quite happy to offer a prize of an out-of-body experience for somebody if they'd like it. Yeah, yeah, well, we'll see. We'll see. I don't. I don't think at the moment I've got any. I mean, I've not got a raffle or anything going on. Um, you know, I've. Uh, it's five pound to come on for the whole night, seven o'clock till ten. But you, you know, you just donate to one of the charities, which is it is Chaz and it's Robin House in Balloch, um, in Scotland, which is quite close to where I live, just beside Loch Lomond. Um, and. Uh, you can donate five pound there, or you can donate the five pound to versus arthritis as well. Um, you can donate ten pound with the ten pound. You can also get a fifteen minute private reading, including included in your evening that night too. So, um, if anybody wants to donate, just go on to Sparkle Light Spiritual uh, Center page or Alice um, Spiritual Medium and Psychic page, and all the information is on there as well. And just talking about um of just talking about that as well, um, Mandy, I just wanted to carry on a little bit here with your own details because we're audio only, people won't see it. So it, if anyone would like to get in touch with Mandy Paul, it is mandy.paul at live.co.uk. And You've also got more, haven't you, Mandy? Let's see what we've got. Yeah, we've got another one here. I'll pop that up. Facebook, you're on Facebook, Mandy Louise Paul. Are you on Instagram as well? Yes, I call it IG. Oh, you call that IG? I was wondering what that was when you sent it. Okay, okay, IG, Instagram. Yeah, because I was looking at it and I thought, why? What? I, was, I was trying to puzzle out, what is IG? Okay, <laughs> okay right, so... 
IG Mandy. No, it's just it's just Instagram. Man, you know, you got it's just Instagram. Mandy Paul. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. So there you go. So you're on Facebook. You're on um, Instagram, and also uh, Mandy.Paul at live.co.uk. Um, so anyone want to get in touch with Mandy, uh, please do. Uh, and anyone want to get in touch with myself uh, as well. Um, just pop, <laughs> just pop them. Um, we've got YouTube. We've got our YouTube channel. So please like and subscribe to our YouTube channel. It's free to do it. And uh, and also our podcast uh, tonight is a spark of light spiritual chat show. This will be going on to Spotify. So please um, subscribe. It's free. And the more subscriptions we get, then the, the better it is, you know, for um, just getting out there a little bit more um yeah. and it's you know it is free so you know just subscribe and we'll keep you up to date because next year we've got a busy year planned ahead there will be a lot more guests coming on as well next year um and uh, and that'll be season two that'll be season two because we're still on season one at the moment and also myself alice trevorrow at gmail.com you know you're free to um Give me a little message if there's anything that you want to find out about. So, um, yeah, so we're nearly coming to to the end. But before we come to the end, uh, I also wanted to just um, ask you as well. Um, next next year, regarding your mediumship, have you got anything planned next year for that? Or have you got any courses you're going on or anything that's happening with your psychic mediumship? Uh, well, I am up, I'm devising my own program uh, for the Monroe Institute, which is going to be virtual, uh -huh. and that's going to be on Buddhist Mantra, because yeah. it's sound and it's frequency. That's, that's well, it's America. going to be virtual at first. I think we're going to do it uh, okay. online, which is virtual, I think that's correct. And uh, that's going to be a weekend, then hopefully do it in person. Uh, a few people have already asked me if I'm going to be taking part in that. Uh, I'm hoping to going to be setting up my own YouTube channel also uh, to let people know what I actually have to offer. Somebody said it's about time you got your own channel, so I'm going to give it a go. Yeah. Um, I'm yeah. doing a bit more, uh, some more paranormal investigations next year with um, uh, two other guys who have done this for a while now, but they want in a third party, obviously, as a medium. So they want mm -hmm. me to go on with them. So that's what I'll be doing. Uh, so, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. And obviously with a remote viewing scenario, which I do on a regular basis, which you already know on a Thursday evening, which is phenomenal. Uh, we're hoping to get in touch with Nicole Tesla this time and tap into his consciousness, which will be hopefully mind-blowing, so that'd be lovely. Mm -hmm. We do tap into many of consciousnesses from anybody who's passed away, and it doesn't necessarily have to be your family, you see. So it's uh, an interesting uh, scenario. Um, mm -hmm. So the group's growing, and we've got a few more people that's coming on board and uh, and enjoying the ride if you would if you want to call it that so it is a really yeah. healing uh, it's it's not just about the healing but it's also exploring your subconscious mind allowing you to tap into that and also me to take your consciousness with mine wherever we choose to go as a group so it's not yeah. necessarily working alongside doing on a one-to-one -one basis and i've done it with three with them three people for the understanding of the frequency that's something else but wherever a group we all go to the same destination so it's a wonderful, wonderful way of realising that we don't have to be asleep when we want to travel. Well, this is control. So it's a controlled travelling destination. We go to where we're all saying we're going. Yeah. 
So we all see the same thing. In fact, it's really interesting, Alice, because we did something the other week. We wanted to tap into Alan Duncan's uh, consciousness. All right. Oh, lovely. A lot Lomond. Oh, you've frozen, Mandy. You've disappeared. Oh, We've lost right. you. Yeah, yeah. Then. No, lost you. You lost me. Yeah. Helen oh. Duncan's froze you. <laughs> She's probably not going to let me tell you then. No, so, that's what it is. That's what it is. And do you know something? She's been coming around a lot of late. She's She's been around oh. a lot. So oh, it's, it's bless her. Bless her. I'm, I'm fortunate yeah. that her, her granddaughter's my mentor. Yeah. Oh, lovely. Oh, lovely. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, um, Helen Duncan. Oh, God love her. Do you know? Um, it's from a place called, is that near you, Calendar? Calendar is not far from where I stay. It's probably about maybe, maybe 50 minutes, 45, 50 minutes to go to Calendar. It's not that far to go to Calendar. It's a yeah. lovely place. It's a yeah, lovely Loch Lomond's really neat. It's nearby Loch Lomond, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Well, that's where I am. I'm in Loch Lomond. Yeah, I'm outskirts of Loch Lomond. Um, ah. Yeah. Uh, so, well, I am at the moment. <laughs> I believe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I am. I'm. I am. I'm going to be moving down south. Yes. Yes, we all are moving down south. Of uh, yeah. Um, well, when I say we all are, um, hubby and I are. And moving down south to be with her daughter. So, oh, and, her, and her fiance, who will be getting married. So, yeah, we're moving down there. And uh, yeah, there's a huge new chapter opening up for us next year. Um, what's and you your know, plans for next year? So, what's your plan yeah, for next year? Obviously, more yeah, chat shows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, more chat shows, more lives, you know, more demonstrations. Um, I'm a bit interested in the paranormal a little bit as well. So um, I, I may touch maybe, on maybe, that. Maybe I can invite you on when we start getting going because the guy that I'm doing yeah. is actually, he actually is a cameraman yeah. for Emmerdale. So he does a lot of proper filming. And yeah. the guy's a historian that does a lot of TV work as well. So maybe yeah. I could maybe do a few shows and stuff and then I'll invite you along yeah. with me. Oh, that'd be good. That would be really good. That would be yeah. fantastic. I would yeah, love that. would be really, really yeah. good. That would be really yeah. quite um, yeah. fruitful. That's the word I it, want to look. Yeah, it's it's a never-ending learning, you know. Um, you you keep going and moving forward with spirit world. You keep moving forward to learn more, learn more of things that that, you know, some things surprise us, and we think, oh, you know, uh, I can't believe I think that. Paranormal, you know? When you go with some groups, some groups yeah. are just sometimes they don't they don't. I would just say it's it's not not professionally done, if you know what I mean. Some, yes, of these, some of these paranormal people are a bit ropey, whereas mm -hmm. if you want to be with um, somebody who knows what they're doing, who's been doing it a long time, and then you invite yeah. them along, you know, yeah. like this guy is going to be inviting me along to be doing this kind of work. Uh, uh -huh. He's not a himself, but the historian obviously knows where we're going to be going. We have no yeah. idea where we're going and what's going what's going to be there or whatnot, and it's up to us as mediums to tell yeah. the people what is there. So there'll be nothing that we edited. It'll be all live. It'll be none of this edited stuff. It's just That's live. It. Yeah, but that's he knows it. What he's doing with a camera because he works for Emmerdale. He does a lot of filming. He does all sorts of stuff. He's a lovely guy. I've known him a long time. Yeah, and yeah. is well known and he's done lots of stuff on TV. So it's a case of you know getting stuff out there what is actual, not this fake. No offense to certain people, but there's a lot of people out there that use do fake stuff. Um, yeah. yeah, and it's not it's not correct because it, it it makes it more. I mean that more haunted to me were fake. It was just not real at all. It felt right. like a big. The Adams family, but in another time, 
So it, it's one of them. So you wanted something that it's got to be real and it's got to be live and it's fortunate for you and for me and, mm-hmm. and many other mediums who do podcasts and such things can do things mm-hmm. like that because we are aware and we are conscious of it and, you know, we, we're developed, if it's the words, you know, so we don't, yeah. it don't need to be edited, it don't need to be, you know, recorded, it can just be live. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And it, there's nothing better than it being live because you can't hide anything that's happening, you know, no. so you're seeing it raw as it really is, you know. And it's a fabulous sense of equipment. It's so, it's so ahead of the game. It's got some fabulous sense of equipment that actually picks up consciousness. So it's a wonderful, yeah. wonderful opportunity. It's just, yeah, so it's yeah. just when then we, we were supposed to do something during before lockdown, but then it, it kicked in and then that, that's all. We're hoping to get back together again next year. Yeah, 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 because there is, um, uh, what's the other equipment they've got? The box, the... What's that box? Yeah, yeah. The Alice box. There's also an SLS camera. Have you heard of one of those? Yeah, yeah. I've heard of it. I haven't used it, but I have heard of it. I've been using this for a long time. Uh huh. Is that your location? He wants to do the Tower of London, so that's what we're working on. Oh wow! Yeah, the history on that. (laughs) We'll have to go through some loopholes for that. (laughs) Many loopholes. Well, it's not a case of any, you just have to go through security and stuff, that's all. Yeah. No stealing yeah. crown jewels, Alice, no stealing. No, no, no not at all, well, not at all. That'd be fabulous to tell London, that'd be absolutely amazing. Yeah. Well, listen, it's been absolutely fantastic having you on the show, it really has. And uh, and also, Mandy, you know, I think next year we're going to, or- next week, not next year, next week we're going to organise like a live on Facebook um, where Mandy and I will have a little chat about a-, a few things like we've spoke about tonight. But we're going to also do some readings as well. So we're going to do some readings um, live on Facebook and it will also go live onto um, the YouTube channel page that I have at the moment. And hopefully, Mandy, you'll get yours set up at some time as well. And I can share that link with you. So we're going to do that next week. We just need to arrange a day and a time yet um, for that. But um, that'll be coming up. So if anybody's interested, you know, um, come on to Facebook. If you're not sure the day or the time, if you're not seeing the advert, it will be getting posted. Um, then um, just give us a, a, a text, give us a message, and I'll tell you when it's going to be on. Uh, so, yeah, we'll organise that, will we? Yeah. Um, next yeah, yeah, so that'll be good. That'll be good. Not, really, it's been great having you on. An interesting discussion, and I like these chats because there's no, um, you know, there's, there's no fakeness in it. It's just what it is. It's a natural chat show you talk about what you believe what you maybe don't believe and when it goes out you know this is for the public to either sit and think well that's interesting I'd like to find out a bit more about that or maybe you think no I don't believe in that um but I'll check out some some things in it anyway just to just to um maybe reassure yourself it's just putting that little bit of awareness out there. It's not forcing it on anyone. It's just yeah. good to learn. It's like anything, isn't it? You know, it's a bit like Marmite. You like it or you don't, you know. Um, but it doesn't stop you maybe trying it again some other time, do you know. So because obviously people are interested in a particular, I mean, obviously I've gone through quite a lot of subjects and, and a lot of people have lots of subjects that the, the, the strengths are at. 
and they might just be particularly interested in maybe the chanting or they might just be interested in the mediumship or the remote yeah. viewing well they've got an option then to look at and think oh i might look into this remote viewing stuff i'll get on facebook and have a look around and see what's going on or i'll have a look at you know the that mediumship and and it, it helps them to grow themselves doesn't it it does it does and that's what it should be about as i always say that their school of life is earth and that's where we learn so much and you want to learn as much as you can because when we do pass over to spirit world um yeah we may we may have um, shed our body here but we're not dead our soul survives and nope. we do live on we do live on you know um literally to the afterlife so you yeah. get to go to the afterlife it's it's not it's not somewhere far and distant it's really close by it's just yeah. a different yeah. frequency what, what a different, yeah it is a different yeah. frequency of energy having that yeah. connection with your family for maybe the last time it's just as real as what me and you are sat here yeah it is you know so please join us again because i will be back on again next week with another lovely guest but until then i would like to say thank you so much mandy louise paul for coming on here tonight and for everybody out there listening please look after yourself and each other and i'll see you again next week good night, good night.